All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. Okay, I got an intro. Okay, sweet. Spoiler alert! Here is this week's show show with Sweets and Slaney. My mom worked for a company called United Distillers. Okay. Which made like Guinness. Really? In the Guinness Book of World Records. When was that? Like like more than 20 years ago. Like it's the first job okay. my, I remember my mom having. Right. Like, okay, to describe the seat, it kind of looks like, it, it almost looks like a cryptic letter that like a serial killer would write. So it's like an office chair. It's black plastic. It's on uh, five casters. It swivels. There's no armrests, right. uh, but it's not leather. There's like a cloth sort of upholstery to it. Yeah. You've always used it. I've never... It's always been the chair in my many little uh, quasi offices growing up right. where I do homework. Um, and one day, which has happened in our office as well, uh, they just had it in the budget to buy all new chairs. Mm-hmm. And so mom took a chair home and right. it was just always in our house. And this is not the same upholstery that was on it before. It was this like awful like burgundy color. Oh, okay. And they had they had it redone with this like fun letter text pattern. Right. I don't know, to suit my bedroom or something. Sure, okay. And so anyway, he this likes is, letters, right? Yeah, he's always them. reading those. Yeah, things. he loves letters. Yeah. Sometimes he writes them. <laughs> uh, and so it, this same shitty swivel chair has always been in my life. And I kind of adore it. Like there's part of me it. that well, there's a part of me that wants a, a new chair, mm-hmm. but I don't want armrests. Right. Which all chairs have armrests. Yeah. I used to build office furniture. That's right. what I did. Really? At Staples. Yeah. Oh, at Staples. Okay. Um, and so like I went to Staples. I bought new casters for this chair recently. Wow. So it glides like <laughs> like you wouldn't Nobody's believe. Business. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no padding in it anymore. No. But how much would you pay for it right now if it was? I mean, it was probably only a $100 chair when it was brand new 20 years or 25 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And now it's, I mean, it's held up okay. Yeah. But there is nothing even close to the realm of special about this chair. Would you be able to get rid of it if you were to buy a new chair? Or no, would you no, that's, it, like, that's my thing is I kind of want to ask for a new office chair for Christmas. Yep. Because I spend a lot of time in this chair. Right. Uh, and it seems like I probably should get something with a little support, a little comfort. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to see this chair go. Right. I like the chair. Is there another use you could have for the chair? Could you put it like downstairs at another table? <laughs> you know, another seat in the living room. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess I mean the next level down. Is there like a potential other little nook area that you could use it there? Maybe. You might be stretching it a bit. Maybe I'd have to have a child who mm. also liked letters. Right. Or you could reupholster it with whatever that child liked. Which has always been my family history. Much like your parents did. That's right. And at that point, you could probably add some cushion at that point. Yeah. Well, and that, that's the other thing is like, I kind of want to like, like pimp out the chair and like totally fix it up. Right. The way you might fix up like an old hot rod. Yeah. I want to, <laughs> I want to like restore it to factory mode. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> you should do that. Because listen, how much is that going to cost you? Like nothing. Well, it was already 40 bucks to put new casters on it. Yeah. So you're already 40 bucks in into this chair. That's true. I'm invested in the chair. Yeah. Yep. You got to you gotta see it through the whole way. I'd love to see that next time I come around very like plush and like there's a cup holder, but it's on the back because you, you don't want to notice I'm sitting like an inch higher because yeah. it's a little more puffed up. Yeah. <laughs> Something different about you, Sweets. You're looking like a powerful guy today, Sweets. How do you feel about the chair I've stuck you in in this new studio? I'm stoked on it. Yeah. 
I really like it. Because it's this big, dense armchair yeah. that kind of swallows a person. Well, wasn't was I using a stool at the last place? Yeah, in the in the old, old apartment. Oh, in the old, old apartment. So what was I using in the last apartment? I had like a folding chair. Yeah, that this wasn't... Is... I always found I kind of like leaned forward. Right. And this this big recliner has like enough cushion for my back to just gently kind of caress it while I still lean forward. I like it. Right, right. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, of people who podcast while sitting in armchairs, mm-hmm. uh, big week for the for the armchair expert podcast. Yeah, if you're a fan, we started talking about that. He has a new uh, episode every week, which you can get every day, which you can really get used to. By the way, yeah, it's been kind of slow everywhere else on my channels, right? So I've been like, he's just talking to people from the good place, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess it's easy for him to to get gets from. Yep, but he's had good guests, and then on top of that, Dax was the guest on. You made it weird today. Oh, how was that? I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. Pete uh, Peter and his wife had a baby. Just had a baby. Too. I saw that on Insto. Yeah. On the gram. <laughs> on the Insto. <laughs> yeah. People call it the gram. I got to stop saying Insta. Yeah. Sometimes I ironically will gram. call it the gram. Yeah. Did it for the gram. Did it for the gram. Because Becky wants to go apple picking. Oh, very, um, very fall. Um, it's a gen. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a like a drive that just. I think exists in every woman over the age of 20. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's oh, a, oh, it's, it's a drive. Like it's an big. urge. Yeah. It's Cause all I can think of is the drive. I think first <laughs> with that, I don't want to take, I think first the urge is to pick apples. And after that comes marriage and a baby. Oh, I see. It's, it's a three, <laughs> three swing order. Why, why is it that, uh, apple picking is the one that I resent the most? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'll tell you why. Because there's actually no apples right now. Well, oh my God. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Because Becky has been on this for five years, but also <laughs> like especially for the last couple of weeks. Uh-huh. And I don't want to go like to to pay money to do someone else's job. That's to fair. get To get apples in a less convenient way. Yep. Sounds like a very stupid waste of my time. And uh, to our previous point, just for the cute gram post. Right. That's the only reason you want to do this totally. is to have the colorful selfie in all the leaves and the dead little That's right. uh, out in the crisp weather with the flannel and the basket. Right. But but yeah, no, I I heard that there are like no apples. More right now. than 50% of Nova Scotia's apple crop was killed in the spring frost. Ah. And so when I read that headline, I said to Becky, with all sincerity, I was like, I don't think we can go apple picking. All the apples are dead. Right. And she laughed in my face. She she saw right no. through my my facade. No, you were you were right. Because Jen's aunt said last week I was gonna go apple picking, and Jen hasn't even asked me. I was gonna go apple picking, but my friend texted me and said that there are no apples in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. I paid however much you pay to go pick apples and got like one shitty apple. Right. The other thing is I am an apple connoisseur. I love apples. Mm-hmm. And I love gala apples. Gala apples are great. That's, that's I'm, Jen's no, fave. I'm not picking gala apples in the valley. No, and you can buy a bag of like 40 for 10 bucks sometimes. Yeah. Yes, it's that's what you nice. Red Delicious, yeah. the Granny Smith, all of those apples are subpar to mm-hmm. the gala. <laughs> and we're not going to be picking gala apples that are basically the size of, the apples in the valley are like the size of golf balls. Yeah. The crab apples. At the, at the crab apples. The um, superstore that you used to live across from, I one time walked in there and there was a young lady who said, hey, do you have any like change? You can give me any money. And I said, no, I don't. But then when I was inside, I started feeling um, super altruistic. Okay. And so guilt. Thought, you, you, you know were what? feeling guilt. I'm going to buy. Yes. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's that. Um, 
But I said, you know what? I'm going to buy that girl some food. Mm-hmm. So I bought her a bag of gala apples because I just thought, what a good thing to be able to carry around. It's yeah. like a, a fruit. And, and Was so, it appreciated? Was it a, a, an appreciated gesture? I don't think it really was. Right. I think it was kind of a reluctant like, okay. And she, I gave her the bag of apples. And Jen was like, what? If I eat an apple on an empty stomach, I feel sick. Oh. And I was like... So you think that that girl might think I was trying to induce sickness <laughs> on her? She like, like saw right through your microaggressions? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the first time I've ever heard that. And no, I thought I was just helping out, giving her some vitamin C. I'm on your side, buddy. Yeah. Do you remember back in like elementary school when you talk about, this is such a classic ethical conversation in an elementary school, mm-hmm. the discussion of whether or not you should give money to panhandlers? Right. Because like... Nobody asks little kids for money, right? But like you'd be walking on Spring Garden with your folks, and your mm-hmm. mom would like coldly ignore a person who asks her for some change or whatever. And you're like, "Give the girl a chance, give her some money." <laughs> <laughs> and I can remember discussing in school the. And I have to imagine school imparted this on us because kids aren't cynical enough to assume that if you give them money, mm-hmm. they'll use it to buy drugs or alcohol. Right. But somewhere along the line, it's fed to you that you shouldn't give money to panhandlers because they're going to use it to buy drugs or alcohol. Right. And what a toxic, horrific thing to tell Isn't kids. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if people are still saying that to kids. Even the drugs and alcohol thing, like, do kids really get that? They're like, oh, all right, this is a bad drug addict no because i think as a kid you worship money right. you don't have any and right. you find money fascinating and so the idea of just giving it away to a stranger is preposterous so mm-hmm. if you're told no they're going to use it on drugs and alcohol that's a rationale that you can accept for not having to give your money away right yeah i guess i don't know you're right that's weird it's a crazy thing that i think about sometimes russell brand made a documentary about addiction and yeah. uh, about he just like gave hundred dollar bills to these crackheads or heroin addicts he met outside or whatever. And people were like, they're going to use that to, to buy drugs. And he was like, I know they told me they're going to do that. Yeah. I promise you they need it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's, that's part of it too. Like they're just going to get worse. Probably what they need is treatment, but they're not just going to take a hundred dollars and go to a treatment facility and be like, Hey, fix me. I have uh, you know how I always drink uh, McDonald's peppermint tea at work. Yes. So I get like at least six of those a week. Okay. Uh, seven. Let's say seven because you need seven stamps to make one of now, those I don't stamps. Now, I don't know if I knew for sure that it was always peppermint tea and there was nothing else. I, I knew that you would be drinking tea at work with the yep. McCafe sign on it. Yeah. Okay. It, it is It is a peppermint tea. Okay. Neither here nor there. Good. I, I, I was I, hoping the story didn't didn't lead to... Well, how did you not know that it was peppermint tea and you had like an <laughs> argument with someone else? I have lots of convictions about peppermint tea. I think I've shared on this sure. podcast before. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I'm specifically talking about the little stamp card you get with the McCafe thing. Yep. Uh, I never cashed those in. So I have 28 filled out stamp cards in my car. <laughs> okay. Don't break into my car, please. Don't <laughs> rob me. Um, and sometimes I think like this would be a nice thing to give to a panhandler. Like if, if I'm driving through the, the Connaught intersection sure. and there's somebody on the median there, mm-hmm. I don't have any money. He would probably think it was so cool that I gave him a card with seven stamps. But then there's another part of me that's like, stop being cheap. <laughs> <laughs> be nice. Right. Stop trying Thanks, to come man. up with a solution to not have to give your money away, but still be a good person. <laughs> Thanks for the free coffee. This is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm sure you'd love that. This has coffee stains all over it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. 28. That's like $60 worth of coffee right there. Or yeah. hot drinks. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of them. It's good. Are you going to start using them? Have you used now one it, yet? Now it feels silly to use them. It's like this this just, valuable collection. Just have a month where you try to not spend money and like find old gift cards, use those for your tea every day, and just have a month where you're like, wow, I I, write, I could theoretically I go for a whole month without having to pay for tea, which would mm-hmm. be nice. But it would make me so sad to see my collection dwindle. Okay, so you're becoming a bit of a miser. Yeah, that's <laughs> but you what are it is. you are okay with giving it away to homeless people, so I appreciate that. But I haven't done it. <laughs> no, you've not done it. Yet. I've just thought about you've how talked nice yourself it would be. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe get to like thirty-five or something. Is there any? I'm just trying to think. Is there any time of year that you end up having off that you? Because you don't need those sweets. You don't need twenty-eight free copies. No, this is my privilege. Rather than cash in my free teas, I buy more with money. And save the free just, tea. Just to see it add yeah. up to more. Yeah, it's the most privileged collection. Yeah. Yeah. $18 later, just you'll have another free coffee. I get off on the widening stack in my cup holder. Yeah. That's a, a little... I, I think that's the most perverse thing you've ever told me. That's the most perverse thing I've ever told you? Yeah, I would say so. Welcome to episode 98. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning a lot about each other today. How's your week going? That's uh, okay. It's super bit like it's just one of those weeks. It's yeah. one of those, you know, where there's like there's other chill weeks where I'm like, honestly, I kind of feel kind of guilty. Like, it just seems like the weeks going by. You've had a few of those lately. I, in fact, yeah, this is your penance. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's just there's like 14 events this weekend and trying to sort all that out. And but it's fine. It's good. We're good. Good, good for you. I'm had done. a wedding. Wedding five six. Oh, you still have another wedding in November. One more wedding. So are you starting to regret knowing this many people? No, no, of course not. It'd be a weird thing. <laughs> I, I regret knowing that person because now I have to go to their wedding. I think that's how I would feel if I knew I had to go to six weddings. I don't know. Okay, picture in the same year you have like Duncans, and Kyles, and Bears. Oh my. <laughs> I, I, no, but I, could... I do have three of my dear friends getting married next year. You're one of those people. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and my friends, uh, Duncan and Katie, are getting married. And my friends, uh, Drew and Jade, are getting married. Mm-hmm. And it's it's spread out, out across the year quite evenly right. for my convenience. And so overall, <laughs> overall, you're not like, oh, there's going to be a point where I have to go to Slaney's wedding. And that's going to be a pain. No, and your wedding's in the spring, right? Yes. So, yeah, my friends getting married is still very novel in the spring. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, uh, it's the the early time. Like a year or two from now, I might really start to resent it. Except for that, I'll have run out of friends to still get married by that point. Right. So, yeah, my friends have been kind enough to spread out their weddings mm-hmm. so that I don't have to feel financially tasked. I just had a thought. Would you have any interest in going to whatever my bachelor party potential trip ends up being? Because my You're friend. On, oh yeah, you guys. You guys always go on trips. <laughs> yeah. You guys are ridiculous. My friend, my friend, I don't know what is being organized. I think it might be sports centric. So I'm, I'm not sure if that, and I have no idea where it is. Like they're organizing it. Right. But I gave a list and I'm realizing I didn't put my dear friend sweets on that list, but welcome to episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like for reasons you, you understand, like, you know, we, we, although we do have like, we are, we are dear friends and we do hang out. I'll never get over the time. Anna Z <laughs> I knew you're going <laughs> to. If we're bring pretty good friends again. and you're like, yeah. And this is episode like 63 <laughs> and, and a year of living together. 
Okay, and so five or six years of working together. That's right. That's right. But how many like Friday or Saturday nights have we spent together? Not many. No, that's just what I mean. You know, like we have our own thing, but it's not necessarily like, hey man, I'm going to the bar tonight. You want to come with? Like that's not that's not the context in which we usually hang out. That's true. That's true. So that's for, somebody's fault. I'm not sure whose. So yeah. for that, yeah, you're right. I'm we, willing to accept it. it. Might be mine. Both of us. Both of us are probably equally responsible because guess, we could yeah. both be reaching. We're out the to only each other two in charge of our friendship. We live two streets away from <laughs> yeah, each other, especially now. And we still like you've only been to my house once. That's and true. That's on me. Although I've invited you over a couple times. You have. You have those parties. Well, maybe you would have got the invite if you <laughs> those parties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. In any case, this is something that I want to hash out. Is that something that would interest you? You know, if we ended up going to boston for a weekend with like seven guys mm. and went to like a patriots game or a celtics game or something okay. let me let me like hash this out hypothetically mm-hmm. the idea of spending that much time with a bunch of people i don't know is very mm-hmm. daunting to me i thought that too that that was that was maybe subconsciously what i was thinking yes because like all of these people are also pretty tight with each other well and it's not a statement about them at all no no I've, I know. Met, I've met a couple of them very casually seem yep. like very lovely people and also on the occasion i put myself out there mm-hmm. uh i usually find it's much easier to be social than i ever think it's going to 100%. be 100 i always like t- depict myself as this like really awkward person i might not be so bad i don't think you are um so yeah it's the kind of thing where it could be a blast mm-hmm. but if i'm not having a blast or if i feel alienated or if i'm getting in my head mm-hmm. uh I don't want to be a chore for somebody. And I also don't want to have to bottle it up. That makes sense. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. If we do anything local, like leading up to the wedding, then that's where I'll be like, we got to call sweets. That's very considerate. Yeah. (laughs) That's very nice. That'd be really fun. Yeah. Like, you know, just like us going out to a bar the Thursday before the wedding or something. See, now I sort of think that you and I shouldn't get any closer than we already are. Mm -hmm. Because the perfect amount of friendship to me is... Uh, we'll hang out if it doesn't cost me too much money. That's right. And I'm okay there with for that. for the big moments as long as it's not like really taxing. Well, and it kind of makes sense. It kind of does. And I, I don't like, there's no part of me that resents the fact that you were like, oh, that might be a lot of money and I don't know those people. I'm like, those are very understandable terms. I have like, I'm pretty sure one of my groomsmen is like, yeah, I'm not going to make it, but sorry. Yeah. So. There you go. Well, and this is another thing that your friendship group does is like these insanely elaborate like Vegas trips. I know. That's I know. not that typical. No, I think it, I, again, it started with the Bahamas trip and then everyone just kind of like kept doing things like that. But although not all of us have, like right. there have been, there's definitely been people where it's like, hey, we're going to golf in the day and then we're going to have a barbecue at night and then we're going to like, you know, go to a bar and watch some games. The other thing is you guys are kind of partiers. Yeah. Yeah, I you're guess like, so. You're like drinking on the weekend, like mm-hmm. you're highly social, highly mm-hmm. type A kind of people. Yeah. Uh, all of my best friends, like we drink beer when we get together. Mm-hmm. It's not as it's not as frequent. But Is like, type A social? Are... Yeah, isn't it? I don't know. I think it's B. I think oh. type A is like very like organized and kind of anal. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean maybe I'm just kind of conflating it with uh, extroversion. Sure. Yeah. Uh, although most of my friends are extroverts too. No, that's not true. If you're going about, going on it like based on the definition that extroverts gain energy from people and mm-hmm. introverts expel energy by being around people, I would say the vast majority of my best friends are introverts. Really? Yeah. Okay. We do little sprints together. Right. Little social sprints. That's cool. Yeah. 
you're all kind of on the same level. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not, uh, unaccustomed to spending time with really sports chatty men. No, no. I do that a lot. No, of course not. Yeah. Just the people that in general, you don't know for a few days. But this is the other thing taxing. that I do when I'm in those, uh, contexts Mm -hmm. i'll try and like ask questions to sound like i care like i want to be a part of it right and sometimes i think those questions come off as either condescending or like a little bit too uh (laughs) primary for people's interest oh i'm sure they're fine yeah i'm sure they're fine it kind of just tells a little bit more about you like okay well this guy doesn't follow so that i can chime in here okay tiger woods he's a golfer (laughs) he is now he uh, is he ever yeah did you watch any of that no, but I asked my dad if he could help me with something the other day, yeah. and he said, I might be watching Tiger. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's the most dad text I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tiger won, and people freaked out. First time in five years. First time in five years, and he's kind of been on the cusp, and everyone's been like super like, it's like watching Michael Jordan come back and do something significant after struggling for a while. Yeah. Everyone's just like wants the comeback story so bad. His badly. fall from grace did... Uh, whether coincidentally or not, it did coincide with his uh, public relations snafu. Yes, 100%. That was kind of the start of, like, he hadn't won for a bit, and then that happened. It gave him the yips. And then it, yeah, well, and he also had, like, three back surgeries and, like, kind of got addicted to pain pills, I believe. Oh, yeah. Remember, he was pulled over. <laughs> it was only, oh, like, God, yeah. a year and a half ago, maybe. That resolved itself in terms of image in the best way possible. It, when, it happened so quickly. Well, when it first happened, there was like a blitz where everyone was like, man, that guy is shit-faced. Right. And then everybody seemed to understand all at once, no, he wasn't. It was actually as legitimate as these things can be. He was on like a post-op, like, opiate, yeah. I guess. For like, you know, like... Right. Percocet or something. I saw that video. It was quite troubling. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I think he said, like, I don't remember driving i don't remember leaving the house i kind of just like hopped in my car and do yeah. now he's not going to like join some kind of seniors league is he no 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 no, no. he's 40 he's and like feeble you can well i don't know about the, like he's yeah he's recovering from an injury but he's still pretty jacked like oh i have no shape. doubt he's very fit but but uh, there's like very skinny tiny guys on the pga tour that kind of just make it work for the right. body type Right. But, but I he think, must be one of the older guys on that tour now. He's 40. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely some 50-year-olds in there that are still definitely guys in their 40s that are like that have one on tour this year. Yeah. So he, with his talent, I think, is going to have a good next 10 years as long as he doesn't injure himself. The other sports story of the week, can you explain to me the issue with Gritty, the mascot for the Philadelphia <laughs> yeah. Flyers? Yeah, so Gritty was, I don't understand. <laughs> he's like a big orange, like... He's he, basically he's like... He's special. He's a human beard. Like, the beard is Oh, he's just a like, beard. No, I don't actually know that that's what he is. Okay. He, 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 he's like a combination of, like, monster from... Or, uh, uh, animal from the Muppets. Yeah. But, like, the more hair... More orange, that, though. More orange, and, like, the... The hair just like stems from his eyes on out, and right. he's just wearing a jersey and is like super wide, and pe- he's very rotund. Like, it, yeah, and he he has no eyelids, so he has this constant look of either 
uh, shockedness, right. like shock, or yeah. or that he's drug-addled, which is fitting because yeah. his name is Gritty, which <laughs> sounds like the nickname of a train spotting character. Gritty, and actually, that was one of the names of the drug dealers in Russell Brand's book. Gritty, Gritty. He I don't talks about that. bringing his like transgender drug dealer Gritty into yeah, MTV. Right. Isn't yeah. it funny how these drug dealers always have the silliest nicknames? Yes, it happens in Cherry too. Gritty. Oh, really? I don't oh, think yeah, I've you gotten haven't gotten to that? No. Oh, there's some stupid uh, drug dealer nicknames in oh, Cherry. excellent. Well, I'm excited for that part. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so I think just because, well, Philadelphia fans, they don't, they don't like anything. Is that what it is? Yeah, like Kevin Hart once told the story of how he was at a, an Eagles game and this dog was doing the halftime show. And a dog like missed a hoop or something, and the fans started booing the dog. <laughs> he's like booing a dog. He's like this. This is the the Eagles, and like even the first game this year, Nick Foles, who is the backup quarterback who won them the Super Bowl right. against Tom Brady and the Patriots last year, was having a bad game, and within the first half, fans were booing him. Oh my god! He, he just brought you your first Super Bowl ever, right? And you're getting booed. That's I sort of insane. feel like Halifax would be like that a little bit. I don't want to badmouth us too much, but if we had some kind of major sports team, yeah. like we might with the CFL, right? Is that still a possibility? Yeah, I think so. Like we're, well, we're we have negative. a lacrosse team coming too. Oh, that's right. I don't know if we're negative or if we're just agnostic to cheering sometimes. Maybe. Like it takes like, a lot to get a crowd on their feet because it like, I think it's because most of the population, like if you go to a, a Mooseheads game, half the people are over... 50 that's true so that's true. how Maybe are you gonna get them so, riled up it might not be supposed so uh, specific to sports but just in general halifax is bitchy about things right that are objectively good things yeah yeah that's fair so anyway people are mad about gritty because he looks kind of like a like a demon that i think your, i think like they a just wild think he, thing yeah he doesn't look tough <laughs> he doesn't necessarily nope. look gritty he just kind of looks Insane. No, I think he looks exactly gritty. Think. You think he's definite, like yeah. definite yeah, gritty? He meets people under the bridge. On Sports Center today, they were showing the last uh, mascot that the Flyers had, and it was in 1978 or something, and it was called Slapshot. <laughs> it just <laughs> was like a blob for a head, oh, <laughs> yeah. like a very similar thing. And he was really like haunched over in the butt, like it looked like he was grabbing his back. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the sport, it was Jay and Dan, right? Right. Like, who are extremely funny people yeah, on, on a sports highlight show. And, man, they were just, uh, they were, it was, like, the hardest I'd seen both of them laugh. But this is my other point. Mascots mm-hmm. in general are stupid and weird looking totally. and creepy. The, the Philadelphia Philly is just, like, a weird, like, green thing with a horn for right. a nose. Like, that's not really a... Is there a mascot that actually looks cool? They're all like creepy and weird and like No, yeah. They're they're either super weird or too literal. Yeah. So, you know, if you're uh like, I don't know, I'm trying to think. Like the Atlanta Falcons have kind of like a badass-looking falcon. Okay. Sure. But then there's the weird ones like the Phillies. Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Halifax Mooseheads have Hal He's like a bear. Which is the kind of the same as the Philly. No, Hal isn't a bear. He's not. No, he's like a, again, he's just like a mythical creature. Okay. He's, he's a yellow-headed, oh. like, yeah, he's a yellow-headed big, thing. big-eared, big-nosed guy. There's but, also a moose. I, well, that's what I was going to say, is they created a second-tier mascot who's definitely like Robin to Hal's Batman. And that's Mac. 
That's Mac. And it's almost like, at least I perceived it from the sidelines as like they had this mascot and then somewhere down the line they were like, we really should have made our mascot a moose. Right. Why didn't we think of that? Yeah. But I think <laughs> Hal's the more popular one. He is definitely. Well, he's cuter. That's the other thing. Mm. It's like the moose is kind of literal. You, did I ever tell you that I was Hal for one game? No, that's spectacular. Yeah, it was quite an experience. Yeah. I've never sweat so much in my life. I was the shortest Hal that there has ever been. <laughs> I fell on the ice and almost lost the head, which famously happened like a year later really and made the news shatters um, the illusion for all the kids totally decapitated how and uh what else? and i just wasn't ready for the kids the kids had way too much energy and they would just kind of attack oh they and just the, throw themselves and at the you? parents thought it was cool they thought yeah. it was just funny do have you ever seen the person who lives within hell now uh not currently but i've certainly met a lot of them because i used to kind of do some work with do them they all have the face time. tattoos no, no. A lot of them are pretty clean cut guys. Right. It's better to me if they have face tattoos. I think the most, the current guy is a French Canadian fella who seems well-meaning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I've never actually <laughs> met him, but I, I was at an event with him the other day and there was about 10 minutes left in the day and then he kind of started making conversation. Okay. But until then he was miming everything. No And we kidding. were like, oh, really? you want a snack or like... You want to go walk over there? Sure thing, Hal. Like, he was really keeping up the illusion, and I appreciated that. Me too, but that must feel ridiculous at times. Like, of course you have to be in character when you're with little kids. But if right. you're just at, like, a business thing, and this was kind of a professional context, right? A little bit. Like, there must be a part of him that's like, I can just talk to these people, right? Ugh, no, but I might get fired. Like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I don't know. Maybe Maybe we should start our own mascot company and teach these things. No, we don't want to do that. Because as I said before, all mascots are creepy and stinky. Okay, fair. Some of them have like fans and cooling systems in them, though. That's a good idea. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. The head totally is big makes enough. Sense. Yep. All right. Should we talk about some... Yeah, let's get into the entertainment news at <laughs> like least. 30 minutes later. Yeah. I've been stalling because there's not a whole lot to say. Oh, okay, good. And uh, and I'm kind of sleepy. I'm also like, I like that we're kind of, uh, kind of vibrant because mm. I was half asleep when you got here. Me too. And I have been all day. Sugars were very high. I was like... Yeah. I'm going to fall asleep tonight. Uh, James Lipton is retiring from Inside the Actor's Studio. No way. But what was the last Inside the Actor's Studio that aired? Well, this is the thing. I think they have them pretty often. Really? We just like, we still imagine that it was only ever Mike Myers. Yeah. And Seth MacFarlane. When was the last Inside the Actor's Studio? Like who? It's a show. Like it happens every week? Yes. And so now it's moving to the Ovation Network. Okay. James Lipton is 92, by the way. No, he is not. He's 92. He used to be a pimp. Now he's... Actually used to be a pimp? Yeah, he has a history of pimping. No, you're joking. This is the truth. It's on his Wikipedia page. Wow. Look it up, James Lipton. Has he ever talked about that? I think. I don't know how else we would know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one of his ladies came forward? He's a very interesting fellow. Yeah. He's retiring from the actor's studio. And it's moving to the Ovation Network, and it's not going to have like a permanent resident host anymore. It's going to have celebrity hosts, okay. guest hosts, which seems bizarre because like they're going to have what like like Brian Cranston come in, but he's going to be interviewing, yeah, like Meryl Streep. It yeah, doesn't, I don't know. Normally, I'm I'm in, embrace I'll embrace change, but I feel like part of the charm is just this kind of enigma of a man totally. sitting down and quoting. Like current actors are trying to be absolutely like that. Uh, it like was a, funny he's to like watch a purple him. beard, and he's yeah. like, "Can I speak with Brian that's Griffin? that's the best part is when he <laughs> yeah. asks to speak. With, Can right. I speak with fat bastard? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's so funny. And then are, is the new person going to be carrying on the, the questions handed down by some, something Bernard P- Pivo? Is that what it is? <laughs> Bernard Pivo? Yeah, the guy who handed down the questions. He called him the greatest talk show host of all time. <laughs> no one else has ever heard of him. <laughs> but he's like, and now we get to the questions handed down by Bernard Pivo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like what's your favorite word what's your favorite curse word what sound or noise do you hate oh right yeah if there is a heaven what would you like to hear god say when you arrive right. at the pearly gates right welcome home but he always said they were <laughs> down by bernard pivo <laughs> yeah i don't know who bernard pivo is but he always uh, always always gave bernard pivo credit? credit for the five simplest questions and i i I, that's a famous thing, and I still think that he made those questions up. Like I, to this day, it was just like, oh, the James Lipton questions. Yeah, and he definitely made them what they are. Yeah, definitely. Oh well, that's cool. I like that. He's retiring. I like at 92. that he's ninety-two, and he just finally decided to hang up the mic. Yeah, that's right. Well, you <laughs> might be like, maybe he's like kind of senile. Possibly. Did you see Betty White on the Emmys? No. You didn't. See, like you know how the thing that's always been amazing about Betty White is like, she's super old, but she looks great and she seems really with it. Yeah. This is the first time she's ever seemed kind of old. Yeah. She looked great. Uh, and she read like a, a thing off the prompter, like thanking, cause they gave her like a lifetime achievement honor. Right. Uh, and that was very good. She had a little Walker, but she looked like a million bucks. Sure. Uh, and then she kind of started to vamp a little bit, and she kind of lost it. Oh, she no. She just said, like, this is amazing, like, 18 times. And Kate McKinnon had to be like, Betty White, everybody! <laughs> no. And they ushered her off the stage. That was kind of sad. But yeah. these people are so old. She's and 96. She, 96. I yeah. mean, like, the fact that she can say one word is incredible yes. to me at 96. It is. Anyway, yeah. James Lifton might be on the Emmys next year. Killing it. Yeah, I'll be right. Uh, Keenan Thompson, speaking of, of Emmys. Uh, new NBC sitcom starring Keenan Thompson. Whoa, so he's double dipping a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, he has no intention of leaving SNL. Uh-huh. I, is this going to be a Lorne Michaels produced thing, right? Yeah. I mean, everything on NBC is vaguely Lorne Michaels produced mm-hmm. anyway. And uh, he's gonna. it's a show about single fatherhood. He's going to play a dad. Oh, well, I hope it resembles more 30 Rock than like Mulaney. Yeah, I was going to say Me, Myself, and I. Remember right. that Bobby yeah, yeah. Moynihan show? Right. Uh, Making a Murderer. Did you watch Making a Murderer? I did. Yes. They're gonna. It's coming back. I sir, I heard that in like three weeks. That. October nineteenth. Yep. It's coming back with season two. Now is it gonna be the same guy again? I think it is. I don't know. Honestly, like at this point, I think I'm over it. Oh yeah, I'm over serial. Yeah. Like the second season was no good. Did the third season start? Or are they? Still it's coming just, soon. I right. think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and again, like the whole formula behind the first one. You kind of thought, okay, there's going to be change happening. And then, like, nothing ever changed. There were no real significant updates. So you kind of think, okay, well, why am I going to tune into another one? Right. That's like, he's still in jail. I think I heard somewhere that S-Town is being adapted for TV. Really? They're going to do a drama about S-Town. That was good. I liked that better than Serial. Did you? I loved S-Town. See, I liked Serial a lot at the time. Yeah. found it very... Gripping. I've said it a lot. You got to watch American Vandal. Right. People are tired of me saying that, but it's wildly good. I tell you, I almost cried in the season finale. Season two. No. It was profound. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, I got to sit down. Got to make the time. Uh, Let's get this out of the way. Uh, Bill Cosby going Mm -hmm. to jail. He's in jail, in fact. He's in jail now. Man, they put cuffs on him in court. That's so crazy. Like they sentenced him to three to 10 years. 
in state prison. They put cuffs on him immediately, yeah. and they denied him bail. And he's 81. Yep. Wow. So is it a death sentence? Is he? Is he? I mean, like, I struggle to imagine he'll he'll be in there any longer than three years in a day. Yeah. I mean, I honestly don't think he'll be in there long, like longer than a year. No, he has a minimum sentence of three years. Of three there's years. He's not eligible for parole. What is this prison? Is it like, like I know it, I know it wasn't like white collar crime, but like, does this prison have tennis courts and? No, I've, no? I've seen some pictures, man. It is a Whoa. prison, and like he'll have some kind of like uh, special segregation, yeah, because he's so famous. I think right. But it's hard to know exactly how he'll be received within the culture of the prison. <laughs> it's almost like a weird, like, it's almost a show could be made adapted off of that if it wasn't, if we were in, if we were in a world where that never actually happened, right. there could be a story about a comedian, a former comedian who turns 80 and ends up like, yes, retroactively that, that could be interesting if he isn't in prison for serial sex that's, crimes. That's right. He might That's be right. the most offending rapist of all time. Have you ever thought about that? Uh, no. Or at least, uh, like, at least of the modern age, like his wealth and fame, ex- like, gave were, him the opportunity. Were what him, or yeah, they like it gave him the opportunity to commit that heinous crime so much more than most uh, sycophantic rapists yeah. might have. Yeah, yeah, and there's no mincing, you know, what like he was drugging people. Yeah. That's, well, I mean, he went to jail for for drugging and raping a woman in two thousand four. Really? That's what this is for. Oh, so this is. Oh, so he? You mean? I thought you meant he previously went to jail for. No, no, no. Sorry. Gotcha. That this whole trial is about this the one incident for this lady. woman in two thousand four. This wow. is to say nothing of however many crimes he committed in the sixties and seventies and eighties. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yikes. It's truly wild. No, to answer your question, it's a prison. And I don't imagine he'll be like sleeping on the bricks like the Count of Monte Cristo. Right. But like it's not glamorous. But he's Mm. blind. He can't see anything. He's blind. Yeah. Wow. Uh, So he has health problems. He's old. Uh, Another three years. Like I don't know how nutrition's going to. Wow. I don't know, man. Do you think that there's um, like a... Do you think that if that show was made, it could be called Cause, like Oz? But uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, I struggle to say no because it's just such a great pun. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that. That is wild to me. Honestly, I did not think he was actually going to get jail time. I just thought because of his advanced age and and all of the rest. But I mean, can you imagine the outcry if it didn't happen? Yeah. Especially in this really sensitive time where people right, are wanting where, to see some action. Where yeah, and and I think you know, the uh, the uh, the law wants to kind of set some examples at this point. Well, and there's so much talk so about this Brett Kavanaugh this week. Who's that? He's well, he's the guy who Trump nominated for the Supreme Court. Okay, uh, who has now been accused of of rape by three different women. Whoa, uh, and, and gang rape too. I think like oh my it's really God. it's really horrendous. Wow. Uh, and so he is due to potentially be uh, voted on at the end of this week, mm-hmm. but they're going to depose both him and his, at least his first uh, accuser tomorrow night or something. So like a lot's going to happen in the next couple of days. Yikes. Yeah. 
And either way, there's going to be so much anger. Because, like, if he gets on, it's a, a seat for life, which, by the way, is crazy to me. That you right. can get a job for life in that ridiculous Fukakta government of theirs. Right. Uh, and then if he doesn't get on, it's going to be a lot of kicking and screaming from the from the GOP. Are we going into year three of Trump being the president? We will be in February, but uh, November is the midterms. Right. So that's a big thing. Yeah. So is that that's the time where, you know, the House can technically be split and yep. the, the Republicans can't quite have as much power. If that's right. Enough Democrats. That would be ideal. Yeah. Obviously, they need young people to vote. Historically, young people don't vote in the midterms. Mm-hmm. But I think these are not regular times. I think that, like, I think uh, actually... Uh, Photo registration opened yesterday, and there's already all these celebrities campaigning, right. you know, to register. I think it's going to be unprecedented. Yeah, whether it's good or bad, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think the voter turnout's going to be crazy, interesting, exciting, exciting. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, uh, there's a new trailer out for Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Okay, you're into this, right? Yeah. Uh, so people are kind of excited about this, the Johnny Depp thing, mm-hmm. uh, notwithstanding, but right. I- I'm definitely looking forward to this. I got to see the first one again. Yeah. It's been a while. The new trailer for the second Fantastic Beasts movie mm-hmm. reveals that Nagini, who is the snake that Voldemort has okay. in the main story, like mm-hmm. the, the Python or whatever it is, Boa Constrictor sure. uh, of Voldemort. That wasn't why I was confused because <laughs> you first said Python or <laughs> I wasn't like, hmm. He had the snake wrong. I was just trying to remember. <laughs> well, there was snake. another boa constrictor in Harry Potter in the like the chapter two where he goes to the zoo. Oh, right. Yeah. That's not the same snake. Okay. So not to be confused with that snake mm-hmm. who was seemingly a good guy. Right. Nagini, who I believe was a horcrux in the end, right? Yes. Uh, it <laughs> turns out is a person. It is revealed uh, in this, in this trailer. To a snake, it's this woman who has, I forget the term for it, but this... Uh, rolling invented blood disease that turns her into a snake <laughs> that is a shit way to go mm-hmm. and then to be slashed to... up by neville longbottom right wow so anyway people are kind of uh, a little uh, a little split on that jk rowling said on twitter she's known this about nagini for 20 years she's also kind of famous. <laughs> i've always known this she's also kind of famous for for doing that right. for like saying like she knows oh these you stupid idiots didn't know that <laughs> nagini was a woman well that dumbledore dumb was gay kids yeah oh you didn't realize dumbledore was gay how did you not know Do you that? know what click hole is uh yeah it's run by the the onion but it's basically a mockery of buzzfeed i saw an article uh, right. and it was a picture of jk rowling and uh it was the headline was something to the effect of an overzealous jk rowling goes a little too far and claims that denarius targaryen has celiac disease <laughs> Oh, that's kind of That's great. So anyway, I'm down for it. I'm excited for that movie. Uh, oh, the Joker. The Joker. Have you yes. seen? You've so seen this, right? I've, I haven't seen. Is there a trailer or was it just that picture? It's just a little teaser. It's not a picture. Okay. Wait, what did you see? I just saw a picture of of um, Joaquin Phoenix, kind of like wearing the makeup, and it said you saw him in the makeup. Yeah, and Let's it see. said we know that the movie is going to take place in the 1980s. Yeah. Um. And that was pretty much all I got. Right. So the the makeup is really cool. And they're doing yeah. kind of a Heath Ledger hair thing. His hair is quite long. Mm-hmm. Uh, the makeup style seems to harken back to this old uh, Cesar Romero thing in the 60s Batman where he wore this plastic mask before revealing what he actually looked like. Right. Uh, and then the mask is used in the Dark Knight in the bank heist scene. 
So it's the same colors that keep getting recycled for for the Joker. Right. He's quite old to be the Joker. Mm -hmm. In the little teaser trailer, which is just like 20 seconds or whatever, they use the song Laughing by the Guess Who, which becomes instantly very haunting. Oh, wow. Uh, But I think everybody's on board with this. Because there's just no way uh, Joaquin Phoenix is going to get sucked into a franchise. It's just going to be a one-off shit show. And so there was a teaser trailer. It's not even a trailer. It's just what you saw, except it's like all this flickering. Laughing. Yeah. Laughing. That's weird. I didn't even know people outside of Canada knew that song. Well, if you look at it on Reddit, everyone's like, what song is this? (laughs) Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. So anyway, I'm excited for that. To treasure that Canadian classic rock. Takes us to the last piece of uh, pop cultural uh, factotum that I've collected this week. Great. Which is that, you remember they, uh, Danny Boyle left Bond 25? Yes. They got a new director. Who is it? Kerry Fukunawa. No way! So. My boy! Yeah, so uh, True Detective. Did he do True Detective 2? I don't know if he did True Detective 2. Is he coming back for 3? I think he's coming back for 3. So he's kind of this visionary, right? And he's kind of defiant, I think. Mm -hmm. He has said, in fact, this week that like he intends to kind of flip Bond on its head, which could ultimately get him fired. Right. He might not be the director for 2. But right now, he's the guy uh, doing Bond. Also did one of the shows we're doing tonight. Yes. Do you want to get to that? It's your turn to pick. You don't have to pick that show. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's up to you which one you want to do. Um... Which one do I want to do? You know what? I think I could try to do Maniac. Okay. What's Jonah Hill's name in it again? Owen. Owen. I think her name is Annie. Owen and Annie. It appears to be Annie in the second episode anyway. I don't know if her name was revealed in the first episode. Owen. Okay. Gonna recap the pilot episode of Maniac on Netflix Mm -hmm. starring Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. Yep. In three, two, one, go. Okay, so Owen is a uh, definitely a depressed person. He's not mentally well. He's th- thinking that he sees his brother, um, and his brother is telling him to follow a plan, and the pattern is the pattern. Um, he doesn't get along with his family. He feels quite ostracized uh, and wants to get together with his brother's girlfriend uh he goes to this drug trial where he meets emma stone annie annie uh tells him to not <laughs> blow the co- the cover <laughs> yeah she's very belligerent and tense right. he's very she sad she's gonna like kill him <laughs> right yeah. yeah he's very sad but him. he's not really emoting a whole lot no uh i thought he was really good yeah he I was he was really good and really subtle the whole dynamic with him and his family, he's from like a uh, seemingly a very well-to-do family, mm-hmm. and his brother is kind of like the golden child yep. who's not very nice to him. Right. Is his brother still alive? Uh, I think so. Like, well, that whole, um, that whole dinner party. Was that not like a flashback of some kind? That's a great question. I don't. I only Maybe ask was. because he's having these visions of his brother. Yeah, and his brother's like tormenting him psychologically. Right. But in person at the dinner party, he's even meaner to Jonah. Yes. Than he is in the visions. Totally. Uh, it's kind of funny. I actually got a a Tenenbaums vibe from that dinner party. Yeah. Because the house is so gaudy yes. and over the top, and everyone is aristocratic. Yeah. Uh, and and there's this like weird like toxic quietness and this pride, and they all have like. A total can of worms within them. Yes. And then we learn he had a pet hawk. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I was already there, and then there was the thing about a pet hawk. And you know that the brother, like, killed the pet hawk. Yes. Cause... So that actor, yeah, his name is Billy something or other. Okay. This guy's the next big star. I'm calling really? it now. Oh, good good shot to call. I like it. So he uh, he was in the movie Ingrid Goes West. He plays Elizabeth Olsen's brother, okay. who's like a psychopath in it. And he plays the most lovely guy in the world in Get Shorty. He's just this like little, okay. he's young character oh, actor. yeah. Yeah. Right. He's, like young character actor who's just popping up everywhere. Yeah. And he, and his whole, the whole right, arc of his character. In, in episode one of Get Shorty. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was like the guy who lived in the apartment. Right. The whole yeah. arc of his character on Get Shorty is he's shockingly charismatic. Right. And this guy is too. Right. He plays a good, good guy and a good, bad guy. So I have to double check his name, but mm-hmm. Billy something or other, he's awesome whoa cool he's having to come up yep um not a whole lot given to you in the first episode no i actually appreciated the second episode a little bit more yeah me too Um, there's a little more story to it right but but i mean in terms of do you want to keep watching i think we both do and did yeah because of the first episode the first one is really focused on owen Yes. And with a little bit of Annie. Yes. In the second one, it's the other way around. In fact, he's almost not in it at all. Right. Um, both are very sad. Yes. Both are, they're very sad people. And what we learn in the second episode, without giving too much away, mm-hmm. is that the drug trial they're going in for is going to do like a sort of eternal sunshine thing. To totally. Them, right? And that's, that's the part that I wanted to get to. That's the yeah. part that I wanted to see because there's so many, like if you've seen the trailer, it shows them in so many different kind of lives. Right. And that's what I what that's what I want to see. Can we talk about Ad Buddy for a second? Yeah. So it's a, this sort of like dystopic retro future. Yeah. Is that a fair description? Yeah. That that's kind of what I. It's its own universe for sure. I think that the era, the time, the age is purposefully ambiguous. Yeah. But uh, if the character doesn't have any money on them, what they can do instead of paying for something is take take out a credit with a a service called AdBuddy. Yeah. So instead of paying for something, you have to listen to commercials. Well, I think you have to potentially perform commercials, isn't it? Or do you Maybe, because she's all over them. Yeah. So I think you either have to do things like read a commercial or like be in a commercial or... Right. Yeah. And so... Did any of that, and I didn't read it, but did any of that remind you of Infinite Jest? Like this intense, uh, like in their universe, there's this intense overexposure of like media and uh, commerce. I will say that no, that wasn't that wasn't the first thing that impressed. came into my. I would say there's more of a fixation, less on advertising and more just on like general entertainment, entertainment kind yeah. of yeah, yeah, kind of taking over. So and but it's, it's still depicting some kind of like like post-media world where it's just ruling everything. Yes. Right? Business is ruling yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in that way, sure. But I I, I didn't have that. Because in Infinite Jest, aren't like years sponsored by big corporations yeah. and stuff? Yeah. It's like the year of the Whopper and so on. That's very unsettling. Yeah. So yeah, I guess in that way, you're right. Is it a part good, of, good is pull. It, is it part of Netflix's policy to be quiet with their releases and wait for like... Uh, memes to develop on their own like they put out stranger things really quietly right and it kind of grew a fan base and grew into like one of the most talked about shows yeah uh, of the decade on its own this has two of like two a-list movie stars in it yeah like two of she just won best actress a year and a half ago right and there's almost no 
promotion. Mm-hmm. Like most people in the world who know who Emma Stone is don't know she has a new TV show. No, no, I agree. Yeah, you're right. We could walk into work and 90% of the people would not know what this show is. No. Even so, though it was made by the director of True Detective and has two A-list stars in it. Yeah, and it's good. And yeah. It's on Netflix and almost everybody has access to watch it yeah. with a service they already pay for. So mm-hmm. is that something Netflix is doing on purpose? Are they Because they're really pushy with their movies and they're pushy with the second seasons of their already successful things. But like, this is a real quiet I honestly, release. I honestly think that Drake kind of flipped the world on its head a few years ago when he released, if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah. Um, because that was a surprise release mm-hmm. and overnight became like the biggest album in the world and had like, seven singles on it it wasn't even supposed to be a a technical like it was a mixtape well beyonce did the first ghost drop yeah you're right that was a big thing you're right beyonce did do the first ghost drop she did the ghost like video drop lemonade was that lemonade no i don't think it was lemonade no it couldn't have been no see lemonade doesn't feel like it was that long ago but this other record does feel like it yeah because maybe she's done it twice now that yeah and that one was like five years ago and lemonade was like three years ago. three years ago probably um, in any case, yeah, you're right. She was, you, she was the pioneer. But the difference is you wake up and the world is a flurry with excitement over Drake or Beyonce. Because people can share that so quickly. Whereas, talk yeah, maybe it. that's what it is. But yeah. like with Maniac, it's been out for five days already and people aren't really talking about it. And maybe yeah. they will once the, once the blogs start going around and people have had the chance to be like, have you checked this out? Right. Cause I think word of mouth really pushes Netflix stuff. Yeah. And it's also not like, uh, God, it's not. It's not as digestible as Stranger Things, that's for sure. No, no. Jen says it kind of makes her feel sick. Yeah. And told me it's a Matt show. Yeah, it's not necessarily a Colin show. Not very very happy, for sure. No, it's not happy. But I'm just curious about what happens. But what's the message there? Like, what's what's the point of doing this, of showing this thing about, is it a message about happiness? Emma Stone just kind of reminds me of her Birdman character. I, you know what? I, I don't think it's a, a message about happiness as much as it is like a message about. It's almost like a like a different timeline thing. Like you could have been this, or you could have done this, right. or you're capable of. I think they're these about things. to start playing all these different characters. Yeah, exactly, and and so that's what I plan on taking away from the series, right? Before actually fully watching. Well, I would just think that Jonah Hill would be like on Colbert promoting it. Mm-hmm. If, if for no other reason than like he has to get out there and start promoting that indie movie that comes out in six weeks yeah like it's kind of good timing yep yeah you're right he, it, he should be having a moment right now maybe he's waiting for maybe he's waiting for steam to pick up a little bit maybe you know the the puppet masters the are weird at guy, play man. he's wearing rose colored glasses now eh literally <laughs> literal rose colored glasses yeah Interesting. Like the like Robert Denny Jr. can kind of pull those off. Yeah, yeah. Paul Bettany seems to pull them off somehow. <laughs> Can't picture him pulling them off. He does. All right. And okay. Jonah Hill. And Jonah Hill. Did um uh did you hear that and sometimes when I hear Jonah Hill I think of Ezra Koenig and his podcast because he's been on it a lot. They had a baby. They had a baby. Yeah, he and Rashida. Why are you so perturbed? Like, no one has ever said anything about either of them. Like their relationship kind of just became somewhat public like within the last six months they're I private think. and she doesn't do a lot of acting anymore no they're super private i just think it's funny that they're like i don't even know how it got found out i don't know either like 
children. She's famous. Yeah. If you have somebody in the hospital, it's like, oh my God. They're very private though. I just mean like, like there has been no mention on the podcast where they talk for two hours, kind of about their lives and stuff going on, but I guess never relationships. And they did not say anything about like being a parent or anything. You're falling victim to thinking that you know these people for real. You're right. I am. You've been fooled. I am. By the illusion. But at the same time, if I saw them, I wouldn't be one of those people that's like, what's up, man? I know you wouldn't. I know you're cooler than me. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. And I think me ignoring them, they'd be like, what's up with that guy twitching over there? Yeah. He clearly knows who we are. Yeah. Hi. And we see you. Hi. Yeah. Stop trying to be cool. <laughs> yeah. That other guy you're with said hi. He's waving like a buffoon. Yeah. He told us how much he liked our work and we right. appreciated that. No, it wouldn't be me because we don't hang out outside work. That's right. Welcome to episode 98. That's fair. Hashtag callbacks. 98. Want to do the other one? 98. <laughs> 98 degrees. Yep. 98 lift balloons. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's 99. Next week is 99 90, lift balloons. Uh, Any plans for episode uh, Can we start? 100? When Can we play 99 problems in the uh, intro? I don't know if we legally can do that. We, we I think you, you have like a 15 second window. I think it's 11 seconds. 11? Sure. That's mm-hmm. all you need. All right. Just like, brah, brah, 99 problems, but a show show ain't one. It's true. That's what we can do. Because you have a new one to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then what for the next hundred? Who knows? God, what's 101 going to be like? Ugh, I don't know. What's 102 going to be like? Uh, ugh. What's 109 going to be like? I don't know. Maybe we can revisit that. Maybe we should just put on a post-it <laughs> note in here. What's 109 going to be like? Okay. Signed, 98. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right i'll try and remember to write that down okay cool uh okay do you give it your s yes maniac definitely do yeah, yeah. Definitely. it's very interesting it might not mm-hmm. be for everybody mm-hmm. haven't necessarily decided it's for me but i'm gonna keep up with it yeah it's you're good. gonna finish it yeah okay i feel like there's too much at stake for you to not get to the bottom of this show right you know they're like you'd be like how could i not finish that show with jonah hill and- there's also a part of me and this is like naive and this is not naive but this is uh, very basic and this is what so many people would say but like when he first sees her in the waiting room before the drug testing there's a part of me that wanted him to be like jules yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like he just starts miming the like yeah yeah sexual stuff um uh, think about my back jules it's just located on my cock <laughs> right exactly that is one of the great movies of our time. It truly is. Um, uh, one thing I was going to just like quickly intervene with. I've been watching The Sinner more. Mm. Very good. Okay. Big fan. Yep. couple things to take away. Bill Pullman's weird grimaces and facial facial expressions. Get weird. They're not to be missed. Okay. He was also in Spaceballs. Yeah, I felt I know. like that was a huge thing that I missed because I was like, where do I know this guy? Oh, from? I like, could have told you that sure. last week. I know. And then yeah. just totally forgot. Um, and the fact that the girl went missing on the weekend of July 4th, 2012, and everyone is like, where were you the weekend of July 4th, 2012? And they're like, July 4th, 2012. Um, oh, well I was, <laughs> knows exactly where they were. And this was like six years ago. Oh yeah. I find that like throughout the, the entire Did show that happened like, in the pilot. Not, not really in the pilot, okay. but in like every other episode, like I made a joke They're They're like digging up a skeleton at one point and they're like, Hmm, we've carbon dated it back to July 4th, 2012. Right. You know, it's one of those kind of like, 
You mean it's you know. just a little bit too perfect or that people can remember the exact yes, day like is it a would, little ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. That would never, never, ever happen. And like no. they, in the first episode, I think they maybe talked to a bartender and they're like, do you remember seeing anyone in here? Yeah. And they're like, oh, July 4th weekend, 2012, eh? Uh, yeah, she, I did see her in here. It just reminds you of that Mulaney bit. You're the, right. The Law and Order yes. bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I forgot that that was a bit that Mulaney yeah. already did, yeah. but yes. I remember her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was smiling. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to recap the pilot episode of Sorry for Your Loss, starring mm-hmm. Elizabeth Olsen. We talked about last week on the podcast. She came up. Yes. Turns out she has a new show on Facebook Watch. Facebook Watch. We can talk about that experience too. Okay. All right. So I'm going to get you started in three, two, one, go. The show takes place over two separate periods uh, before and after uh, she, I forget her name, has, uh, Lee has lost her husband tragically. Um, So uh, she's dealing with the grief by going to grief counseling. She's in a group that she kind of resents. She really just goes there for the donuts. It's her one cheat food because she teaches like an aerobics class three times a week. She's living with her mom who's internally patient and her friend who also works at the studio might be her like sister or something. I think adopted sister. Who takes advantage of her and she doesn't appreciate and she doesn't like her Um, ex-brother-in-law. Not ex-brother-in-law. Brother and brother-in-law, I guess. Widow, widow, brother. Yeah, widow was the original name of the show. Oh, really? Uh, and then it was changed to "Sorry for Your Loss." I wanted to kind of unpack the expression "Sorry for Your Loss," yeah, because very coincidentally, less than a week ago, Becky and I were discussing uh, the impact of that phrase. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of took the position that it's a too cookie cutter, and we need to eliminate it from our lexicon entirely. Okay, I like that it's that. truly. Uh, inauthentic and she argued that no it's a fine and pleasant and kind thing to say which is probably true Mm -hmm. but I do maintain that when somebody makes a Facebook status about you know oh this person I took a baking class 20 years ago with passed away six years ago Mm -hmm. sorry for your loss Karen right drives me thoughts and fucking bananas yeah but I don't see thoughts and prayers that often you don't? I think... Uh, you see thoughts and prayers when you're t- when somebody's talking about like a school shooting or a hurricane or something. Yeah. But when you're talking about like one person individually, mm-hmm. it's not even so much that they're trying to attract sympathy. Right. People are desperate to give out sympathy because then it makes them seem sensitive. Right. And yeah. I think that's the, partly what the show is about. She has this great conversation with her brother-in-law. That is good. About what she... I love that scene about what yeah. she hates, how she, she'll run into somebody who definitely knows and they won't bring it up. Right. And that felt very real. And someone says, like, keeping you... He, he's like, I hate when people tell me they're keeping me in their prayers. And she says, I hate when people tell me uh, condolences or something or... That's the other thing is my condolences. Are you serious? Yeah. 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 Can you like talk like a human, please? I know. It just makes, it reinforces the, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Anymore. I know. It's, I mean, I can understand that it's, that it's tough, but like, I think the show is called Sorry for Your Loss Mm -hmm. because she resents that kind of tone so much. Yeah. But I think it's an ironic title, which I actually love. Yeah. You know how I love a good title. Right. The title did it for you on this one. You want to talk about uh, Facebook Watch first? Sure. Yeah. I Were you able to find it? on? Like, if you just went on Facebook, yeah. could you find it? That's where I watched it. I tried to watch it illegitimately. I couldn't no, find I, it anywhere. I, I, I just had to Google, like, 
Facebook watch Sorry for Your Loss. That's what and I then did it, too. it came up. Yeah. But I'm like, through Facebook, through your Facebook page, could, could you like, was there a tab for watch or something? I don't know. I didn't Seems look like that there closely. Should be. I just never assumed that Facebook watch was going to be free. I figured it'd be like a paid service. Oh, Maybe really? it still is. Like yeah. YouTube Red, where they put right. up the first couple episodes of Cobra Kai mm-hmm. for free and then they want you to pay for the rest. I don't know if this is the same thing, but like I watched and so can everybody the well, first episode of Sorry for Your Loss on Facebook for free. But did you not get an ad? I got like a Mark's Work Warehouse ad five minutes into nope. it or something. Oh, you didn't? No. Nope. Oh, see, I think that's how they're paying for it. I have ad blocker. But does that work on like a streaming service? Evidently it does. Wow. I thought I had ad blocker too. Or maybe it just doesn't necessarily do it for everyone. Maybe it's like- maybe three in every 10 end up getting an ad i don't know what it is i mean watching one commercial is a small price to pay for a free tv oh show. it was fine it was 10 seconds long it's just kind of eerie there's something for some reason more invasive about the idea of facebook doing tv shows than yeah. youtube doing tv shows right. yeah because they already know too much about you well that Ma- is maybe just like do you have to be everything yeah. but that's the thing about these internet companies is they do want to be everything right yeah that's what did, you th- what did you think of her performance I thought it was good. I, I was never taken out of it thinking, oh my gosh, this is Elizabeth Olsen trying to act. No, I thought it was, I, I thought so too. I thought yeah. that she was very unlikable at times, but I thought that was kind of effective. I like the mom a lot. Who's in Ozark, right? That's the, that's the investigator from Ozark. Oh yeah, it is. I yeah. did not even pick up She's on that. She's another one who keeps turning up all the time. You're right. Like might be like uh, somebody to watch. You're right. And we forgot to mention that the second episode of Maniac has the girl from Ozark, Ruth from Ozark. Yeah. And she's, she's just great. She's really good in everything she does. She maybe was in the Americans get, too. Maybe she get nominated for an Emmy. I think she should. I Everybody think she loves her. That, okay, so if if you're calling your shot with that dude, this might be a less hot take because she's. It sort of is, but she's not a household name. She's not a household name. I don't know her name. No, me neither. Um, but I do think that she's going to win awards for it's sure. It's very odd when you hear her speak in a regular. Uh, stop! Shut up, Siri. God, Siri's so active tonight. Um. It's weird when you hear her speak in a regular voice because every time she opens her mouth, I expect this Missouri drawl. Yeah, yeah. Why does why is her name Lee? Is the character's name Lee? Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Why yeah. does she hate Danny? Why does she hate the brother-in-law so much? I mean, he does say that awful thing to her at the end. Uh, what does he say exactly? Uh, you can get another husband. I can't just get another brother. Right. He does say that. He does kind of show that he's not necessarily. Maybe he's seen as kind of selfish or something like he lets his brother drive when they'd kind of been partying right and maybe she saw that as a did you think he was dead at that point because that was a good fake out it it was a good fake out but i was like what he just like got too drunk and pulled over the side of the road and had a heart attack or something that's the other thing we don't clear we don't know how he died yet we still don't know how he died but he was just like kind of like sleeping it off on the side of the road right which is a weird thing to do i would never do that uh, the, no. Well, and if you, if you are, have been drinking at all, don't ever sleep in the driver's seat of your car. No, no, exactly. No, that is enough. If, it if doesn't the, matter if the car is on or anything. Apparently, yeah. If the keys are on you, like, yeah. so your instinct at that point, if you need to sleep in your car is to hide your keys somewhere. But then if Just, you're, well, I mean, if you're going to sleep in your car, sleep in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. But, but if you have your keys on you at all, I think they can still charge you. Like there's some crazy stories about that stuff. Well, I don't know about the mechanics of that, but it seems to me you've done the right thing. If you got into the backseat. I, I agree with that. There should be a level of judgment there. Uh, Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah. She thinks she plays her sister. I think so. They, I mean, they didn't address the race of it, but they didn't have to, but I think the it's mom said, show. I think the mom said, I raised you both or something. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll be interested to see how far her star shoots Kelly Marie Tran because mm-hmm. the thing oh, she's, right, cause she was in Star Wars. Star Wars. Like right. the thing she's most well known for now is this kind of toxic reaction to her biggest performance ever. Yeah. Which is not her fault. She did a good job with a very bland character. Right. Uh, but like she had to, she famously had to like leave all her social medias cause she just got trolled right. so hard. And I think she was a member of like UCB or something too. Like she was kind of in the comedy world. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. She's kind of funny in this, Yeah, but they're not nice to each other. No, they're very like passive aggressive, microaggressive. Yeah. Kind of things going on. Yeah. Okay. Personal question for you. Sure. Have you ever had the irrational, uh, fear that a loved one might die have you ever been like of course yeah what do you oh like in in a just in a random no i mean like it's like it's an anxiety thing like have you ever like man i can't get a hold of jen has your mind ever gone to maybe she's dead yes yeah 100 percent. i think i think that happens with everyone it okay. must it must happen like it must have happened with you at one point yeah no or it happens a lot you me, don't you're not you're not convinced that they're dead no but sometimes i'm like pretty nervous oh really yeah I don't know if I, yeah, see, I don't know if I ever get that nervous. I certainly have dreams a lot that, like, a loved one has died. Really? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Is it a, that your parents? Happens. Is it that? It's been a parent. It's been uh, Jen. It's been Bobby Mack one time. Oh. <laughs> Which I found very funny. That would uh, be a tough day at work. Yeah, like, well, it's just, like, imagine, you know? Yeah. Like, um. I told him about that too. And I said, what would we do? I said, one of the realizations that I said in the dream is what are we going to do with all the bus shelter ads? <laughs> That's so practical. Yeah, I know. My mind just went there right away. Did uh, he laugh? Did he find this story charming? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he was, he thought it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I just think it's kind of a, a basic fear that you have maybe. And it's something that's kind of wired in everyone. Is their marriage not good? Because she seems to really resent the fact that he wants to go hang out with his brother. And maybe not just because she doesn't like his brother. Well, and I don't know if you saw the little peek into the next episode. No, maybe not. And she's like, there's a clip where she's talking to his brother and she's like cleaning out her apartment. Um, And she opens up like a medicine cabinet or something and Mm -hmm. she sees stuff. And he kind of says like, maybe you didn't know him as well as you thought you did or something. And yeah. And so I think it explores a lot of that I don't stuff. Want it too. to be like a mystery show. You know what I think though? I think the the brother-in-law and her are going to hook up at some point, which is really weird. Yeah, Did you think that at I all? I definitely think that. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a weird thing. That was a Jennifer Garner movie, I think, wasn't it? Where she like gets with the best friend or the brother of her dead husband? Ugh, I don't know. That would be weird. Yeah. Jennifer Garner. Peppermint. <laughs> Uh, what else do I have? How can an aerobics instructor be so negative in the morning? Yeah, that is really funny. She's like so, I mean, I get that she's negative because she's, she's like three months away from a justifiable reason dying. But like, and, and that would probably make you want to stay in bed or whatever. Yeah. But like, she's so negative in the morning. She's right. like, why does the morning even exist? Why is she also like a, uh, she's a dance instructor or like aerobics instructor slash blogger that this editor is like, Come write your advice she column again. She an advice again. column. Yeah. I also think it's a little on the nose that she's struggling with this advice about how a teenager can deal with her first breakup while she's dealing with the death of her husband. Right. So, like, because, like, the idea is, like, both of these things seem 
uh, frivolous to everyone else, but are monumental to you. Right. It's kind of hearkening back to another moment, but that moment is basically the exact same moment that she's, or the exact same situation that she's in. Right. It just feels a little bit on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been like a lot of other things. It could have been like a dog dying in a weird way and just right. bringing it back or maybe not dying, but <laughs> something. What about when she talks about the impossible amount of money to lose that she had been told once, I forget by whom, that the death of a spouse was like having to lose $308,780 every year for the rest of your life. Right. That was kind of a cool monologue. I kind of like the, it was kind of the introductory monologue. Yeah. I'm not sure I totally get the the point of putting like a dollar value on, but I think the idea is it's just like if you were to lose that much money every year, it would torture you and make you numb. And it would ruin your life. Yeah. I think also like for insurance purposes, they do put an amount on a human life. And I forget what that amount is. Well, I think it kind of depends on how much, uh, they're, how much they're they have bought in insurance. Right. But I just like, bought life insurance. But it, really? Yeah. I think the average is like 170 or something. That's it, eh? 170,000. Right, yeah. You can get over that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, drop in the bucket. Anything else on this show? I don't, well, now I feel like I need to buy life insurance, but I don't know if they'll give it to me for a good cost. I got life insurance instead of mortgage insurance. Okay, I see. But that's a boring discussion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you give it your S? Um, hmm. If someone were going to ask me, should I watch it? I think it would depend on the type of person. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to follow up on it. Okay. So maybe I'd say no. That's fair. I don't think it's a bad show. I think I'm going to give it my ass because I think it's a really powerful character study. Yeah. I think it's this weird place to watch shows. I also love the idea of a 30-minute drama. That never yeah. happens anymore. Yeah, you're right. Will Will you continue to watch it, do you I think? I might because it's so accessible. Very accessible. Very if accessible. It, it's no longer watch. accessible, I probably won't. Yeah. But that's maybe fair. that's the idea. That's fair. I think they'll make it free. Wasn't, uh, wasn't the big thing if we want Facebook to stay free? I guess, but this is kind of an extra thing. Someone's yeah, yeah, gonna have yeah. to pay for the production. Yeah, she's a big movie star. She's an Avenger. She is an Avenger. Maybe she'll pay for it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that's so nice of her. She's got the money. <laughs> well, uh, and her sisters are the Olsen twins. That's true. Yeah. Wow. I wonder how much money she kind of just had like thrown around in her face. I don't, know. I don't know if that if that's a thing. Did the if, sisters if, ever if just say being a sister to billionaire fashion queens is enough to make you? A billionaire. It's not. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Um, did you hear that for his 50th birthday? I did indeed. He turned 50. You heard this. Okay. Yeah. And he's looking good. Yeah. Which is another reason. We'll get to it. Right. But he friggin', fr- he friggin' bungee jumped. We're talking about Will Smith. We're talking about Will Smith. Yeah. I'm just going to start calling him he from now okay. on. Yeah. He must uh, not be named. Yeah. Uh, bungee jumped into the Grand Canyon. Yeah, yeah, he's done. He's done a little bungee jumping lately. In fact, really, he's become a bit of a d- adrenaline junkie. I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, for his fiftieth birthday, he he bungee jumped into the Grand Canyon. Who was he with? I don't know. Probably uh, Agent K. <laughs> Agent K. I was gonna say on Viv. I don't. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, just never trust Will Smith. Think about it. 
Think about that. <laughs> Just and, right, right and, to and it. Never try. I'm not even going to try to find a through what line. What a there. dumb shit thing to do. Come on, man. Yeah, you're Don't a huge movie star. You're jumping someone. out of planes. Speaking, talking about life insurance. Seriously. You're talking about life insurance here? He'd have more than $170,000 in life insurance. Yeah. Never trust Will Smith. Never <laughs> trust Will Smith. <laughs> trust life insurance. <laughs>